Welcome back to Thimbleberry U. I am John J. Gay. I'm joined again by Amy Walls. Amy, it is our 30th episode. Welcome in. Wow. That's exciting. I never thought we'd see that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we are and also our first episode of the new year 2021. So happy new year. Happy new year. So today we're going to talk about something that has been in the news a lot throughout 2020 into the new year as well. And we talked about a little bit previously, and that is taking distributions from Roth IRAs. You know, we've talked about these previously in a Roth, someone contributes after tax money. So when they use the money, it comes out tax-free. They pay the taxes on the way in instead of the way out. And I remember the analogy you used previously with this, which is rain and sunshine. This is the sunny area. So how do we get into this topic here? So I remember that podcast too. I think it was our first one. And your description of distributions being tax-free is correct and, quote, sunny if handled correctly. But there are some very important technicalities that we have to keep in mind. Okay, how do we avoid any storm clouds rolling into our sunny day? First, there is different ways that money can get into a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. Using a a term that we've stolen from the Great British Baking Show, uh, I don't want to get stodgy on this, right? (laughs) But (laughs) this has some meat to it. So those ways that money can get into a Roth IRA include contributions. So this is money that you contribute annually. You put it directly into the Roth IRA. This is not money you put into a traditional IRA and you convert to a Roth. It's just your annual contribution to a Roth. The taxes come out of it and you put it straight into the Roth IRA. Got it. Okay. Yep. Second way is conversions. This is money put into a traditional IRA, 401k or a 403b, and then converted into a Roth IRA. So there's really two types here. One is pre-tax. This is an employer plan, like a 401k or 403b, that is rolled over into a traditional IRA or rollover IRA that is later converted to a Roth IRA. Okay. The second conversion is a non-taxable conversion. This is the strategy we've talked about before that is often referred to as a backdoor Roth. Mm -hmm. So contributions are made after tax to an IRA and then converted to a Roth IRA. This can also happen inside of what's called a designated Roth. Mm -hmm. That's when you have a Roth option on your 401k or Roth IRA, and you could contribute lots of after-tax money to the plan and then get it into the Roth, and then you move it to a Roth IRA. That would count there too. Another way is a rollover of a designated Roth account. So this is when you're using the Roth 401k or the Roth IRA through your employer And then you roll the money out into a Roth IRA. Okay. And then the easy one is earnings. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. When your money grows inside the Roth IRA, these are earnings. Okay. So the money goes into the account lots of different ways, but how does it come out and why is that part important? Yeah, this matters because if distributions aren't handled properly, given how the money was put in, there can be taxes or penalties owed on the money coming out. Right. And the idea is you want to take this money out and not pay taxes because you've already paid on the way in. Last thing you want to do is give Uncle Sam more of that money that you're entitled to. Exactly. And that's why when we talked about this before, this is the sunny area. So if you put the money in and ultimately it's in after tax, Mm -hmm. it grows tax free and then is distributed tax free. That's how we get the sunny area that we've talked about previously. Okay, got it. Generally speaking, if you are over age 59 and a half, and it has been at least five years since you made your first Roth contribution, you're going to be good. Mm -hmm. Now, this five-year rule applies no matter what 
age you were when the contribution was made. Okay. Okay. And something to know about that five-year rule is that if you make a contribution in January of 2021, and that contribution to a Roth IRA was for 2020, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's even your 2020 and 2021 contributions. Okay. Then the account counts, if you didn't have a Roth IRA before, as having been opened on January 1, 2020. It's almost retroactive where you can put the money in now. Here we are in January 2021. And even if it's the beginning of the account, that can be applied toward 2020 for uh, tax purposes and everything else. Yes. Okay. So if you meet these criteria, the distribution is a qualified distribution, meaning it will not have taxes or penalties. Okay. There's a couple other avenues to get a qualified distribution, such as death, disability, and first-time ownership. But to avoid going too far into the weeds, I will just leave that at that level. Fair enough. And one of your favorite things to say in this podcast, Amy, for every give you, there's a gotcha. You've just given us the give you. Give us the gotcha. Absolutely. The gotcha is how do you figure out the taxation on non-qualified distributions? Mm -hmm. And to do this, you have to look at the source of Roth IRA funding. Okay. So this goes back to understanding the different ways money could go in. Okay. So... I'm going to call this Real Tacos Can Not Contain Eggplant. (laughs) I do enjoy tacos. My son, who's four, loves the book Dragons Love Tacos. And when we were um, pulling out our Christmas stuff, we found the sequel, which now we are reading multiple times a day. Ah. So Real Tacos Can Not, two separate words, contain eggplant. I'm guessing there's an acronym in here. There absolutely is. So the real is the first part, and it stands for Regular Roth IRA Participant Contributions. And it includes the rollover of directly contributed Roth 401k and 403b, the designated Roth accounts, and annual contributions to a Roth IRA. That's the first thing that is distributed. Mm -hmm. The second thing is Tacos Can. This is taxable conversion and rollover amounts. So it's the pre-tax IRA contributions or an old employer plan that is converted. Mm -hmm. The not contain is the non-taxable conversions and rollover amounts. So after-tax contributions and internal 401k conversions, again, these mega backdoor Roths that some plans have. Okay. And then eggplant is earnings on Roth asset. So growth in the account. I think we might have a title for this episode of the podcast. (laughs) Real tacos cannot contain eggplant. That might be it. Okay. (laughs) Those regular Roth IRA participant contributions and the not contain, the non-taxable conversion amounts can be taken at any time without tax or penalty. So that's the first and the third items in the distribution order. So, okay, so you've kind of broken down the building blocks of everything going on here. Why don't we do an example here? And well, the caveat here, we're going to talk some numbers here. So if you are not driving and you're able to pull up the show notes, you can follow along with the numbers and look at it. If you are driving, we certainly don't want you to look at your phone while you're driving, but you can come back to the show notes and look at the numbers here to get a visual of what we're talking about. But let's break it down with an example. Okay. So I'm going to give us an example here that Sarah... Uh, opened a Roth IRA in March of 2019, and she made contributions for 2018 and 2019. Mm -hmm. The 2018 contribution treats the account as if it were opened on January 1, 2018, given the example I used earlier. Mm -hmm. 
In 2019, she converted a $35,000 traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. That conversion had some pre-tax and some after-tax dollars in it. Mm-hmm. Sarah is 57 years old at the end of 2020. Gosh, I feel like I'm doing a story problem with my daughter. If two trains leave the station from Denver and Seattle, sorry. <laughs> so here's what the account contains. $15,000 in contributions for 2018, 2019, and also now 2020 that I didn't list. $30,000 taxable traditional IRA conversions that happened in 2019. $5,000 of non-taxable Roth IRA conversions from 2019, meaning that $35,000 conversion she did had $30,000 pre-tax money and $5,000 after-tax money. Mm-hmm. And then $5,000 in earnings. So the account is now worth $55,000. In total. Got it. Okay. So let's say Sarah wants or needs to take a $52,000 distribution. Well, she can take up to $15,000 without taxes and penalties because they were regular contributions to a Roth. That $15,000 she's essentially already paid the taxes on. Absolutely. So no tax or penalty on Mm $15,000. That's our real and real tacos cannot contain eggplant. Okay, next layer has $30,000 in it. These were the pre-tax conversion dollars, the tacos can. So that money... The $30,000 is subject to the 10% penalty, but is not subject to income tax. And the reason for that is she is taking it before the account's been open five years, Mm -hmm. but she paid the tax on the conversion in the year of the conversion. Okay. So now we're up to $45,000 that she's taken. We still need $7,000 more. So the next $5,000 is coming from the non-taxable Roth conversions that she did in 2019. That is not subject to tax or penalty because it was after-tax money she converted with no tax consequence. Okay. The last $2,000 is from earnings from the eggplant, and it is subject to income tax and an early distribution penalty of 10%. Mm-hmm. This is because she's not 59 and a half and the account has not been open for five years. That is a lot uh, in, in terms of numbers, but it is a pretty good way to break it down. And again, if you weren't able to follow that just listening to it uh, when you're not driving, when it's safe to do so, take a look at our show notes. We've got a visual representation of all of this, so you can take a look at it and, and process it a little bit better if you're a visual person, like, for example, I am. But that is a lot of moving parts, Amy. Anything else that we need to know uh, now that we're through all that? Yeah, actually, maybe two things. Obviously, this is complicated. It's definitely something to get a second opinion on after you've mapped out where your money came from. So check in with your advisor or find one to help you with this. Uh, But the second thing, because this isn't confusing enough, is up until the end of 2019, Roth IRAs did not have required minimum distributions at age 59 and a half. Then Congress passed the SECURE Act and Now, Roth IRAs do have required minimum distributions starting at age 72, so you're forced to take money out. Okay. So depending on when you convert it and what you convert and the makeup of your account, you could run into some taxes and penalties. And again, this really speaks to what we come back around to every time, Amy, which is finding an advisor. You really need a professional to walk you through this stuff. This is not something you want to try to tackle on your own. This is not something you want to Google your way to an answer on. You want to talk to a trusted professional like Amy that knows the ins and outs of this stuff and exactly what's going to be right for your individual situation. So if somebody wants to reach you at Thimbleberry Financial, Amy, what are the best ways to find you? Yes, online at 
thimbleberryfinancial.com or by calling us at 503-610-6510. Informative stuff as always, Amy. It is lunchtime here on the East Coast, so I think I want now want some tacos. And um, I appreciate you planting that in the back of my head because it's... Uh, Hey, it is Tuesday we're recording this on, so perfect. It's a Taco Tuesday. Yes, just remember that real tacos cannot contain eggplant. Great stuff as always, Amy. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Jag. Registered representative, securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisor representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Thimbleberry Financial are not affiliated.